It is that time of year where the weather sucks and you have no idea what to get that coworker for your secret Santa. Well, do they like coffee and feeling like a human when they get up in the morning? Great, same. Am I your coworker? Maybe. No, but you can stop freaking out because a great gift for someone on your has everything list is a fantastic cup of Life Boost coffee. Life Boost not only is a small run business by the fantastic Dr. Charles Livingston, check out our latest interview with him, but it's a company that cares about what they give to you. They run their coffee through an independent lab, checking it for random ass shit that I honestly had no idea was in my coffee up until then. That's what makes it easy on your belly so it doesn't feel like, I don't know, a bowl full of jelly? Anyway, if you're thinking, well, gosh darn it, Sarah, I want something sweet for that person. Oh, bitch, I got you. Look, I freaking love flavored coffee. And the flavors Life Boost have are amazing. Like gingerbread, toasted chestnut, smoky butterscotch, frosted sugar cookie, and so many more, including my recent favorite, I can't speak, my recent favorite <laughs> holiday spice and everything nice. It's insane. It's so good. It's like not super, super sweet, but like just sweet enough that it's like Christmas exploded in your mouth, like in the best way. So if that's too much though, and you have no idea what flavor to settle on because you're a whole Libra and you don't make choices very well like myself, that's okay. Just try the everything bundle and you can have them make the decision for them. So stop freaking out about gifts. Just get everyone a cute ass mug and give them a bag of life boost coffee with it. It's cute, cozy, and perfect. If you want to save some money, use our code UNMASK to save yourself 30% on your life boost purchase. That's unmasked to save yourself 30%. So I'm gonna be really honest with you and I'm gonna tell you something that I'm pretty sure everybody who's ever met me knows about me and that is my fucking beef with the cold. I hate the cold weather. I hate the cold. Um, today it was raining and I looked outside and I was immediately cold and I wanted to cry. So, that all being said, one of the best ways for me to beat that feeling of existential dread whenever I see ice, apparently, is by floating. So, a float tank is a pool of heated water combined with magnesium sulfate to allow your body full buoyancy. Floating in the chambers has been known to ease tension in joints, muscles, and aid in mindfulness, potentially leading to decreased stress and anxiety. It's also incredibly good if you are like me and tend to not move your head off the center line and just get like punched in the head a bunch. I'm not speaking from experience. Yes, I am. It's great for recovery. It's great for mental awareness. A Place to Float offers an incredible spa experience from the moment you walk into the building. If you're looking for a place to just zen out on there during this holiday season, I really cannot talk today. <laughs> Try a place to float. I think I need to go float. Sounds like I need a moment. Use our code UNMASK to save yourself 20% on your first float. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to save yourself 20%. All right, welcome to Unmasked the Podcast. Um, Danny, you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Um, my name is Daniel Chacon, and I'm a full-time martial arts instructor. I've been in the field of martial arts uh, improvement, wellness, for the last 15 years. I used to uh, be a competitive athlete, professionally fighting different um, modalities and grappling, jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, MMA. Um, but now I'm a coach and I look to further to uh, not only enhance uh, my students' lives physically, but also in different levels, spiritually, mentally, um, emotionally. And I, I try to lead by example. And um, at this point in my life that I like to spread the message of how martial arts changed my life. And I hope to do to many, help others um, do the same. Yeah. yeah. So I think like our I met you in Iowa and you stopped me 
because I was reading a book called The Body Keeps the Score and we chatted, but like no one else knows your origin story. So how did you get to here? Because you're live from Phuket right now, right? Yes, yes. This is, I'm in live in Thailand. Um, I've been here now for three weeks and I got another one and a half left. Oh. Um, yeah, and I've been, you know, uh, uh, I think it's a, there's so many things to say about how we met and how we came across that book, right? And um, I like, I, I'm, I'm just a, I mean, like martial artist guy. I'm not at all like a psychologist. I'm not like a healer, or like a certified healer or anything like that. So, but I do, I do feel like everything's encompassed together. Everything's like somewhat puzzle pieced together. And I think uh, after like so much growth in so many directions, I kind of maybe came to a realization it's not really about the belts and it's not about the, the championship awards. It's, it's deeper than that. And with uh, me, like meeting you by reading about the book, it's like I, it's really talked about a lot about trauma and things I've been through, my own personal trauma growing up and how others have made a safe space for me. Uh, good leaders, good mentors, good martial arts instructors, good people just in my life that just kind of gave me a space to grow and make me feel welcome. And now I'm actually here and gifted and blessed um, to, to, to be here in, in Thailand and try to like learn more and to give more actually. Um, I think the misconception people are, think I'm, I'm here partying it up. You know, it's like, no, no, no. Like, you know, that was my first trip to Thailand. That was- <laughs> yeah, like, Don't worry was- about that. <laughs> Yeah, that's when I was partying it up. But the second, the second time was just like really learn um, the whys of many cult of this culture, really respect it at its roots and its foundation. Because um, you know it's been so good to me. Um, it's been the, this art, the sport has been really good to me in my life, my my family, and out of respect, I really want to learn the whys, and I really want to like um, continue to grow. Um, and not to grow as a competitor, but to grow more as a as an individual. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's really interesting that you went there and you're saying, I want to know the why, because I think like the why behind everything is such a driving force for like everything that we do. And so many people forget to look at that. They just think about the end goal instead of why am I getting to said goal or why did I start this in the first place? So I guess too, like, how did you even start? What was your why for this beginning of martial arts? Yeah, um, well, you know, after so much work on myself and having a lot of great, uh, just through, through some therapy and through other really good modalities and conversations that I, I figured out my first why is because I wanted to not, uh, I wanted to protect my mom. Um, I came from a very abusive uh, household. My dad, um, my dad was very physically abusive and, um, and not very supportive. And at that time, being a child, being young, um, I wasn't able, I, I, I seen it my, with my own eyes, unfortunately. And I really didn't take much of it. It was more my older brother okay. and my mother. And growing up, I, I always had this like, you know, chip in my shoulder. And I always felt like I couldn't protect myself or protect the people that I loved. Um, and so as I grew up, uh, grew up in life, I didn't have any confidence. I was very insecure. Um, and the things like my mom being traumatized from that, she also didn't feel as confident. We were just like stuck in this really weird, hard bubble because yeah. of that. And, and then that's, and I wanted to find some empowerment, something, some, something encouraging. And I was very lucky to have my best friend, Andre. Um, he was a really, really good athlete. And at that time I was a, I'm still, a, I still like to draw. I'm a very artistic person. And, um, he just befriended me because I would make his name really cool. I would <laughs> make it a beauty style. Yeah. And, and so we had the same class and we had the same jokes and he just, we just caught each other's humor. So he befriended me and he asked me to, you know, go play tennis, go join the tennis team, join the football team, join the soccer team joined the Shotokan karate class with him. And 
you know, and I, 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 all the podcasts I do, all the conversation I have, all the speeches I do in seminars, it's like I always credit it to him. Because if it wasn't for him, he would have not exposed me. He wouldn't, like, I really did not have any interest of, like, doing any sports or doing anything physical. Because I just was really shy and I was really scared of myself. Yeah, felt. He just, yeah, he just kept pulling me, pulling me to things, and, and I didn't, wasn't really good at any any of them. I, I played, we played doubles. I played JD. I just wasn't really great. Eventually, when I went to the Shotokan Karate class, um, uh, Sensei Cherico, he was just such a well-respected man, and just came in and was very kind to me, and um, and I was just like, oh, I like this. And then after a few lessons, I was just like, I think this is it. I think this is what I, I kind of found what I want to train and practice in. And that's and the why, again, goes back to be like, I want to be seen. I don't want to, I want to stop hiding. I want to stop hiding. I want to be seen. I want to protect my family. I want to protect my, my family, my mom. Um, and that was like the, the, the first kind of inception of like starting martial arts. Yeah, nice. Martial arts kind of brings that out of people too. It's like you, the, the confidence that just knowing how to beat somebody up, <laughs> for lack of better terms, you know, like, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I, I don't ever want to get in a fight outside of the gym or outside of a sanctioned event. But I walk into a room, I'm like, I'm probably okay if somebody tries, you know, tries to mess with me, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're, I'm fine. I don't need to, you know, deal yeah, with anything. I don't need to do anything here. I do it in the gym all day, like you know. Right. Yeah, and it's so crazy that um, right now I'm actually staying at a gym. Okay. This looks like, like a hotel, but yeah, um, I can I can walk out right now about six six feet, and the gym's right there. And That's so awesome. So like, you ask somebody, a normal person, to like, like, would you stay at a, a gym? He'll be like, no, I want to stay at a resort with like a pool, like, which is fine. Like, where's right? the chat? <laughs> Where the bags at? Like, yeah, I want to stay right next to the bags. I want to, you know, get right to training. But um, it it does. It's it's a huge it's a huge thing. And uh, like growing up again, I just didn't have a really positive role models in my life, and my mom did her best. She did so. She did. She did her best so much that she brought my brother and I illegally to the U.S. Um, to get get us away from our dad. That's how brave, and that's how like she wanted us to like become something better for us to like have uh, aliases. You know, I'm like I was brought to the U.S. under a woman's name. Uh, I was like dressed up as a girl. Oh my oh, god! I kid you not. <laughs> I was like a chick, you know, like, you know, dressed up, man. That's um, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I was like, people make a good living out of that. That's fine. Nothing to you know, but um, I think like that, that idea itself was like, wow, that, you know, she's so courageous, so loving, so, and then willing to take that risk for us to, to find a better life. And when I found martial arts, it was like, cool, this is like a great empowerment tool of like, and again, you know, not that's not one thing. It's always going to be many things, right? right? It's not just going to be just one thing, and not everything's going to be a perfect. But I think that um, I just had a conversation with my one of my friends actually earlier today. He's in Seattle. He owns a school there, and it's like if you do it the right way, the right things will come. So if you're like doing the things the right way, most of the time things are going to figure out themselves. Yeah. No, I think that's that's absolutely true. I mean, you keep yourself on that right path and things will just start yeah. to fall into place. But enough good out there, it circles back somehow. It's karma's I, I, I firm believer in karma and putting out the right vibes and doing the right things and you know, just being an awesome person, people gravitate to that, which is, you know, whether it's martial arts or tennis or <laughs> competitive baking, I don't know, whatever you do, you know. <laughs> Better baking. <laughs> People get real. You guys got, yeah, you're done. No, no, that's great. No, I like it. I mean, and like, there's so many great modalities, and I think this is kind of like it maybe ties into the book that you're reading. It's just it's like there's a lot of great things that people can like. There's horse, like animals, can be a great way for 
horse training from the book, right? It was a great way for people to move through that trauma. Yeah. And I think for my own, yeah. And for my own personal trauma, it was just martial arts and, you know, physical activity. And, um, and now when I see like other, when like, it's crazy when, uh, when I started getting some momentum in martial arts and competing and doing well, I was a little more vocal about being illegal. And at that time, because I couldn't, um, I couldn't travel or do much because I didn't have papers. I had to be really shy. But once Obama, um, he passed this thing called DACA, which is Defer Action Childhood Arrivals Act, which allowed uh, people like myself who uh, came here uh, and came here legally um, and had clean record, pay taxes, all that good stuff. We were able to go to school, you know, uh, work, get a driver's license, uh, attend attend college. And um, and kind of like it also ties into like karma, and so it's like if I if I'm just doing things good and the right things things the right things will show up, and it did. Um, and now where like when I when I, I was under DACA, I would post like hashtag DACA hashtag DACA, and now I get some random messages sometimes from from people from from South America, um, most of it about like them trying to figure out like how do I move forward in life as a legal immigrant? Like how did you, you know, how did you become this? How did you like get there? How did you like, you know, and then it, it inspires me. It really does because like I forget sometimes that uh, I was so lucky that my mom made it here. And I was so lucky to make it here healthy. And I was so lucky to have supportive people in my life. And I was so lucky to even continue to do this practice and I'm even further lucky to talk to you guys. And like every day, it's just just extremely grateful of everything. Yeah. It's so underreported, the incredible trauma that people go through when they're coming over here. It just, what's just gets reported is like, oh, there's X amount of people here illegal. And I don't think if you could put yourself in that person's shoes for like three seconds, your compassion would grow exponentially I mean the fact that you guys were in this horrible household like you know this awful trauma and then like knowing that and knowing the risk that it takes to get here that that was the choice instead of staying should just immediately with a person with any kind of compassion be able to be like oh my gosh yes you should be here. I'm so glad you're here. Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't compute to my brain when people are are saying anything other than that. But like here we are. Yeah. I think you, however, really took that and opened a gym that is dedicated to helping people be part of their luck almost. Finding those kids who need that that person in their life. How are you able to do that for other people? Um, I, you know, I give credit to my mom. You know, I think my mom's biggest here. And uh, I also put myself to my, my in their shoes more than all, uh, more more than I like to. Um, I'm I'm what they call an empath. A couple of days ago, my last I was in Costa Moy, and I was um, doing scooter riding with my friend, and we were going all around the island. And Costa Moy takes about a little close to two hours to get around the whole island. So we just on a scooter riding. And when we got back to our our destination, I was just so like exhausted emotionally because we went through the whole island and I'm every time we're stopping, I'm seeing different kind of lives being lived. And everyone probably felt this when they traveled out of their, you know, their circle. They're like, wow, how does that person live in that in that small hut or shed? How does that person live off just selling those bananas and coconuts? You know, how does those, like those, those military, like those uh, Thai military dress kids, they're like walking to, they're walking in their suits and it's hot as hell here in Thailand. So, so it's like all these emotions I'm feeling from like all these sensors. And when I, when I hear about, about a certain um, project or a certain mission about volunteering or getting my hands, um, last time I was here in Thailand, actually, I volunteered in or- orphanage. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I had last time I was in Thailand, I was here for a month, and the last week, um, one of my, my one of my friends, he was a he's a diplomat, and he told me he volunteers for his orphanage in Bangkok, 
And I told him that, like, oh, I want to go with you. So like, last week I was there. And just kind of feeling that of, like, pull of, like, I, I would like to contribute something. If it's not my income and it's not, hopefully it's my time. Um, and so, like, a good project that I was involved in with Vieques uh, in the Corazon, which is, like, a, a nonprofit that helped out um, the survivors of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. Okay. So I, I was there for close to, actually, I was there twice for a week. Uh, two times, and the first time a in Puerto Rico, there really isn't a lot of jiu-jitsu, and there really isn't Muay Thai. There's a lot of boxing and there's a lot of uh, judo. Okay. And and my student, she was doing, uh, she ran the whole thing, and she was like, she told me about uh, a sensei, a judo sensei, the, the the storm destroyed their dojo, oh. and same thing happened to a boxing school. The the, the kids' boxing program was destroyed. So what I did is I did a fundraiser to get money and equipment for the boxing school, and we raised money for the for new mats and a place to train for the for the judo school. Along with that, I went down there and we helped you know kind of clean stuff up. Plus, I taught Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu, oh. and it was beautiful because you know they love boxing, and I was just teaching some kicks, and they were just so excited just to just to get around and move and train and learn something different. And even the judo, like the professor, the judo professor in, in Puerto Rico, that guy was legit, man. He was like, a, his hands were like grip hands. Um, he was like, it's like, he was, he was a legit like judo guy. Um, and, but he, I was teaching like some guard stuff and he was like very respective. He was not, he had no ego. He was like, yeah, you know, please teach jujitsu. Like we want to learn. You know, and it was just like the whole experience of like just trying to get back, just trying to get back. Yeah. Um, and during my time in DC, I was part of the LYC, uh, the Latin American Youth Community uh, Center. So that's where I volunteered once once a week teaching um, in Spanish, which was cool too because I got to practice my Spanish. Hell yeah! Um, and it, yeah, and it wasn't so much like just. Um, it wasn't so much just like the, the punches and kicks. It's just like giving them something to look forward to, giving something to look forward to, like to see the horizon, to see like at least a model that they can just move a little bit ahead. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, I just I think it's interesting too. It's like like you said, just that's something to look forward to when you have a life of just you know, trauma and constant, it's nice to have that like um, constant thing in your life, you know, something to look forward to, some place where you feel safe, where you don't have to think about what is going to happen next. It's imperative for kids who are going through that yeah. trauma in their Good life. mentors, people to look up to and give them some motivation when it seems like there isn't any motivation or anything to look, yeah, super important. Yeah, I think that give, given them, I mean, you know, uh, right now, like, I, I could be wrong, but, like, we have some shady role models out there. <laughs> and yeah. We live in a social media age, you know, and people are talking about, like, that liver king guy or, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like these kind of things where I'm like, man, um, I don't know, it's like, I don't I'm not saying I'm old or like I'm way a different class. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not just like everyone else. But I just think like it's a different, it's different for sure, different age. Where like yeah, yeah. it's hard to look up to things, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. You're not wrong about the shady, like the the the, the liver king thing. I like anybody who trains looks at that guy and goes, oh, he's on drugs. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> people, that don't, people don't understand. You know, it's like, oh, no, no, he just follows an ancestral tenets. <laughs> He's not on drugs. Well, no I think way. it's important, too, because I think body dysmorphia with women is so, it, we talk about it constantly because it is something that we talk about. Uh, it's important for us. I mean, like, we have huge advocates who are, you know, trying to break down that idea that what a perfect body looks like with women specifically. It yeah. is not talked about with guys 
at all, no. hardly. And I think that it's a really good exposure to the idea of like, there are people out there who are trying to tell you, who are just straight up lying to you yeah. because it's just not a natural body and it's okay. And like, it's okay to be on drugs, but just be fucking honest. About yeah. it. <laughs> like, Liver King spends like $12,000 a month on, on his like Roy like cocktail <laughs> whatever you call it right so it's like the real yeah. like oh, shit man like twelve thousand dollars a month like like three months that'd be my salary for the year you know like i'd be all i have to be steroids you know but you'd look like that and you know for a few months until i was out of money you know right, exactly <laughs> so you know all right it's the unrealistic expectations of like instagram models you know male and female you know they 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 Photoshop every nook and cranny out so you look like you've got no fat. You're chilled from from statue, you know. And, and I mean, some of the stuff I even see online that they post in martial arts, they like speed the video up, make them look like they're going super fast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like to see like what's really possible, you know. Like you've been training for 15 years, which is quite a bit of time, like in martial arts, right? I mean. It's, you know, there's people that train longer, but, you know, but 15, you know, I've been in for about 10, you know, so it's like 10, 15, 20 years in. And it's like, okay, this is what, you know, at this time of my life, this is, you know, probably peak or this is my peak knowledge, you know, and this is what's real versus what's, you know, okay, this, this girl punched through a, a, a tree or whatever, and it wasn't a dying tree at all. And nobody knew that it was on Instagram. So it's fine. You know, like, you just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what is possible. This is what you can actually do with yourself, you know, and like some people are different, but yeah. <laughs> no, but you're, you know, you're, you're both are right. It's just like, um, it's, uh, and I, I'm not trying to come from a judgmental point, you know, it's um, because we're, we're like, we might, we might be seeing it wrong. Right. But it's like a, it's just like the, there has to be some form of substance because I think everything goes from strong substances in their foundation. Um, and ultimately, like if you do something for a very long time, like there's a reason why you did it for such a long time. You know, yeah. it, 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 like it fed your soul, it fed your whatever, right? The right things. If it fed your ego, it must have cut you short. Like whatever feeds your ego just cuts it short. There's no long, there's no long track for that. Well, eventually that'll break anyway, yeah. and you'll have nothing left to show for it if you're doing it for solely your ego. And, and hopefully whatever you do for a long time actually feeds your soul and isn't just like, I don't know, so many people do a job they hate for years, you know, and it's like, and it just breaks you. But when you find something you actually enjoy, you know, not only does it that help you, but like you get better at it, regardless of talent mm -hmm. at the beginning. You know, like I wasn't an athletic kid either. You know, I, I sat on the computer and played games and, and, and ate mac and cheese straight out of the pan. You know, like that was <laughs> that was me as a kid, right? Yeah, that's a great life. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, but but you know, and, and now it's like martial arts is something I always enjoyed. And now it's like I get to do it. I, I you know, me and my wife do it together. You know, I have friends oh. in the gym, you know, and, and people that are very supportive. And like, I get around people that don't do it and not everybody, because there's some very good people outside of it. You know, I'm not, not trying to put people in a bubble, yeah. but there's some people that aren't in that mindset or, or you know, that just have goals in general. You know, like if they don't have goals, they just go, they do the mind sucking job every day. They just, the negativity versus what I find what I found in martial arts specifically and just goal setting goal oriented people has been a very important drive for me because it, it pumps me the fuck up. Right. So like, you know, what you do outside of that, you know, you, you, you give back to people and you provide that vehicle for people to, you know, be inspired. Yeah. Being inspired yeah. is super important. Be inspired and just be intentional. Yeah. You know, like the, my, my school is called uh, Muay Thai for the soul. And um, you know, and that's one of the reasons. It's like where, like, what does it? It has to feed your soul. If it doesn't feed your soul, then you know, then you have to ask yourself, like, what is it that you want? I think you need, like, it's clarity. It's like you got it. Like, just like in a fight, it's like, what do you want? 
you can't just go out there and just like, all right, I'm just gonna just figure it out. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, just like a match. It's like, what do you want? I want the low kick, or I, I want to pull. I'm gonna pull guard, or whatever. It's like, what do you want? It's like, and uh, if this is what feeds your soul, this is what you want, then this is great. If this is not what it feeds your soul, then you know, find out what feeds your soul. Yeah. Um, and it could be different things, like you said, right? There's a lot of great people outside of martial arts too. Yeah. Um, my wife, she's, she loves dancing. Um, she's a huge dancer. She likes swing dancing, um, East Coast and West Coast. I gotta make sure I say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like gi and no gi, so you know you gotta make sure. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You're allowed but, to uh, one or the other. No gi, no jade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so it's like, it feeds her soul. And, and which also feeds her soul is like Spanish, like teaching Spanish and helping people learn English, right? And um, so it's like, those things are very, very important to make your life a little more intentional and you enjoy it. You want to be a little bit better at it. Kind of like you just, exactly what you said. Um, and those who are fortunate to like, at least make some of a, some of a, of a living is, is great. Um, and if you do make it a living, maybe share that gift with others. Maybe show them how they can do it too. Um, like, and the other reason I'm here in Thailand is because one of one of my dear friends, she makes videos for me for Muay Thai for the Soul on Instagram and social media. And she actually uh, she lives in Chiang Mai and she competes in Muay Thai full time. Oh. And she's uh, she's very very good. Um, she she quit up, you know, she she did the whole thing. Like, I want to follow pursue my dream. I want to go figure out, I want to learn Muay Thai. I want to live in Thailand. I want to really give this a go. And she went out there and it, it, it was hard because she didn't know not much income coming in. And so we I, we, we did like something, I, I support her a little bit, sponsor her with doing videos. And, um, and I went to Chiang Mai, spent a week with her training. She trains like, Hard. They train super hard. It's amazing. My body and, would be like, no, thank you, bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> I'm ahead. Dude, out. <laughs> really, they're doing they're doing eight k runs every every morning. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, dude. And I'm and like it's and that's like not even that's just a warm up. Then you're doing pads, rep pads. I just get, I, I, I I that's a different podcast. But <laughs> but um. So I show up and I'm training with them and their team and they don't have a lot. Dude, I can take it, I can ask her a picture of her gloves and send it to you guys. Yeah. You're gonna see her gloves are all beat up and messed up. And like the way you know she lives, it's like her and her boyfriend, um, her name's his name's Chano. He's a very talented Muay Thai fighter too. He's fun Lumpini, he's fun big shows, Muay Thai Max. Um but they're like just getting by on, you know, they're just making it by and because they love this and they love it. And they, you know, they really want to give it a shot. Um, so for me, it's like, I'm in, I'm in America and I, I love teaching, but these guys are doing the work. work. Yeah. They're really. Out. They're like with the mosquitoes are fucking everywhere after three or four o'clock and you're just training with like mosquitoes everywhere and stuff. I'm not putting their gym down. Down, it's just the way it is. No, <laughs> but, no. Well, a lot of stuff's outdoors, right? So, and you live in out. a tropical climate. There's bound yeah, to be mosquitoes, I mean, no matter how nice you know, your gym is. That's like saying, "Oh, you're in yeah. Indiana. It's cold." Like, no shit, it's cold. Cold, <laughs> 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 it's wet. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, you know, but they're like, dude, they're 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 it's hot, wet. Um, they're training in the tropics and. They're just like giving it all. And I was just like, well, I do okay with Muay Thai. I just want to give back. Yeah. So then this is a way of giving back. And then like when I stopped by um, Kosamoy, you know, I dropped some money off and enough for, for a camp there. That, you know, so just like, you just in a way, just giving back. And just like your team does. I think Jamie does it, uh, Crew Jamie does an amazing job. And of giving back to the community and you know i like she um she like i look up to her to be honest with you guys 
hook up to her because uh, she's a strong female in, in our community that's been consistent, has been very, uh, uh, like she's worked her butt off to where she is. Um, and she hasn't, like no one's really given her these opportunities. She's worked hard and done it. Um, and so like, I, I love being her friend. I love being her supporter. I'm a big fan of her and I love, I'm a big fan of the team she's bringing up and the school she's bringing up. And, um, you know, it's like, I'm so, like, I'm like, it's beautiful to, to see you and the way she contributes. Like, you guys are contributing. Even now, we're just trying to spread this message of love and kindness and giving. It's like, this is the right way, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. No, 100%. I mean, literally, we, <laughs> like, we were just talking to some of our friends about, and new friends we just made about how inclusive that gym is and how, important it is to me I mean growing up in a theater community all of my friends were every kind of human you could imagine I mean you can't you cannot be part of the arts community and be um and like just see one type of person like it's so many different eclectic voices and and living lives and it's awesome and to be able to be a part of a gym that also feels the same way is so important to me because I don't have to then for lack of a better term code switch I can literally just be myself and talk how I say it and you know love who I love and enjoy my life in a gym that completely supports that 100% and I mean, literally, what was it last Saturday? Sorry, our dog is into something now. So yay. <laughs> um, last Saturday, we, uh, you know, the gym had gathered a bunch of um, supplies and donations for um, mutual aid over mutual everything. Aid over everything. And then we got to go and, you know, hand that out. And I mean, it is, it's so important to the community you live in. I think the best like idea of this is you are not going to be remembered for who you are but how you make someone feel and i think like the the movie coco did a really lovely job of explaining that like the idea of after you're on for this like whatever happens after this life people will remember you if you make them feel a certain type of way preferably good you know it's just like it's and you then you can your memory then lives on and that is what is going to outlast you outlast your you know body on this earthly plane but i don't know i just i think it's it's so great i wish we had like a moment where we are a sponsorship where we could be like sponsor this thai person this or not this thai person but this person who's li living yeah. in thailand training sponsor a tra thai trainer because it's just like yeah man like we would love to go out there but shit like it's hard. It's so hard, yeah. you know. For five cents a day, you can buy this fighter some gloves, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, no, it's 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 true. Yeah, like uh, it's like the the opportunities. It's like because I think um, kind of going what you said, leaving a legacy, right? Here in Thailand, and mind you, I'm not like all very um, educated. This is my only second time here. And I mean, I invested to learn more about the culture for the years I've trained, of course, but they really, really are, it's a very community, the Thai people are very community-wise. Unlike America, we're very individuals. Um, here, they really take care of themselves. They really do. Um, yes, of course, there's, there's class structures, there's like social classes and economy, but they're very community. They always they help each other a lot. They're very supportive of each other. Um, and even if they don't have the, the gear, supplies, whatever, they just support each other. Like, we'll get on three people in one scooter to help yeah. them get to like the, you know, things like that. It's like, you know, they'll, they're like, the person has like two jugs, and I'll carry help you with jugs. Um, they're just so supportive of each other. They're just so like to help each other. And they know that that's their legacy in a way. And they're very respective of their teachers. Like their teachers are everything to them. Their, their crew, why crews like respect your teacher, right? And they, they call like crews just means teacher. And there's a crew in anything in here. You don't have to sell you just be Muay Thai. It's you can be crew in anything. As long as you just they they they're just so um, open 
have a uh, growth mindset just to learn. And when they learn, they're very respectful. They, they, they won't cut you off as most, they won't cut you off in conversation. They'll just most, just for my engagements and just, they'll just listen, 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 and, and thank you. It's not like, oh, hey, you know, it's try to cut you off. And I'm not trying to paint a picture of like this place is paradise because there's always going to be bad and good. But just from like my, my, uh, experience being with the community here, the older generation community, the newer generation community, the fight community in all spectrums. Um, it's just very supportive, very the community. And they always want to, they always want to praise the teachers. I love that. I wish we had that here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe teachers wouldn't just be like leaving their jobs, you know, I, it's, right. it's, do you get frustrated when you come back to the States, like after being around such a, I don't know, like community driven, like surrounding coming back to the States? It, I feel like we definitely have gotten onto the idea of like making, I mean, you know, making it all about me, making it all about my Instagram or my Facebook or whatever, you know, like. Do you ever get discouraged or frustrated? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do sometimes. Um, you know, a good story to tell uh, is that the comparisons of like, well, I just got a haircut, as you can see. If you're listening to this, I'm like bald, completely bald. So um, anyway, so why? My uh, my barber back in back home in the U.S. He's a great guy. Nothing wrong with him. It's just that he's very selfish, right? He's like, and uh, all he talks about is himself, and no one talks about like X Y Z problems. Blah, blah, blah. And in it, case it, it's different people, I get it. But um, my, my my barber here, he he's come here twice already. This man loves his job loves his job he he doesn't have all the tools my barber has at home like he has like, like the most simplest tools you can get at walmart and he's like doing his job but he does it with so much care and so much precision with so much joy right and he's not he's asked he's trying to ask me questions he doesn't speak english but he's trying to like learn about me Right, he's like trying to like he'll go on his Google thing and then he'll say something and then repeats it back with the, with the language. Yeah. He'll do that and I'll press back and I'll be I'll say something he listens to it like oh chai chai, you know it's like and is he doing it for the buck? I highly doubt it. He's not really doing it for the buck. He just loves what he does and he loves to like connect. He really loves to be like hey I want to learn about you. And it's, and it's not like a selfish thing. Um, so that's like a, that's an example of a lot of the examples that I've seen here. And then when I get back to the US, it's, it's the whole like, how could, how could I look better? How could I just do this better? Like for me, for me, for me. And it's a little bit hard to adjust, but then it, I use that as a skill and I use that as a tool. And then I have to use that to just like vibrate in my circles. And you know, just kind of push that energy up to, to the people around me. Um, because the, the only thing I have control of, or we have control of, is ourselves, really, right? Yeah. No, I I think that's actually really helpful to remember because I definitely <laughs> have, I feel that. Um, how did you end up in Denver? Because you're in Denver, right? Uh, your gym is in Colorado. Is that where you're at? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I started martial arts in New Jersey. Um, okay. I started there in uh, New Jersey, and it was a really bad place where it, it was like a house um, with carpets. It's like really, <laughs> you know, like, it's just a long story. It wasn't really, it was just a guy who just kind of knew some, who was a purple belt, who fought some fights and just was charging people money. And that's how I started it. And then I moved to Maryland, D.C. area, 
So that's where I, most of my real training was there or more traditional training was there. And then I, I moved to Los Angeles and I was in Los Angeles for a bit and I was working there, training there for, for a while. Um, and actually I quit martial arts completely um, for a year, a little over a year or so. You know, there was like a, came to a crossroads with like, I wonder if I could do something else. Um, Cause like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't finish college. Um, I, you know, I, I, um, I wasn't, I'm not a great student. I didn't graduate high school with a lot of great grades. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so, um, but I was curious to like, well, I wonder if I could do something else. And so I got lucky um, where a wellness company picked me up. And so I, they, as their like uh, wellness consultant, okay, and they're like in their co-working space. So at that time, the co-working space was huge. It was a huge market. Like a lot of WeWork, all these other big companies were just really growing in different offices and branches. And I was tied into one, and that's how I got to Denver. And after, and then after a while, I was teaching at a different school part time. I, I wanted to just quit martial arts. I just wanted to just do something else, really. Um, but after at that year, I was just like, I wasn't really training. I was just like maybe once every two weeks or three weeks. Like, wasn't following anything. I wasn't, like, coaching at all. Um, if I was coaching, I was subbing. I was like, oh, I need somebody to pick up the class. Like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. But um, I really just wanted to invest just to separate myself from it just to learn more about myself. And I ended up meeting my wife in Colorado and she had no idea like who I, like what I'd done in my past life. She yeah. met someone who was just like, just like, I don't know, I'm just doing this. <laughs> She's like, I just have an office job. And we know. Just, you know. But uh, then she like started understanding more and she's like, hey, I think you really miss this, don't you? I'm like, you're actually right, I do miss it. I'm just. I just want to know, I just, for my own damn ego, I just want to know I could do something else. Yeah, and, no, I, I definitely get that. And so then uh, that that position came to an end and I decided to be like, well, let me start back like what I like to do and what I feel like I'm good at. Some people tell me I'm good at this, so <laughs> I'm going to give true. it a little go. <laughs> so yeah, it's been, and I'm in Denver, Colorado. And my, my practice is very small though. So I, I run a private practice in uh, alliance groups, so like an affiliation program. So I consult with other schools, help them out, um, the things I've seen before, because um, I've managed big schools before um, in different locations in the U.S. And I've done instructor trainings. I've done like many different certs from yoga, CrossFit, all that good stuff. Um, so I kind of built a really good kind of knowledge base of how to help people with their stuff um but now it's just like as as times are shifting i feel like i'm moving into a new space where possibly i'll open my, my own bigger space or possibly i might just go mobile i might just take all my knowledge and put it all digitally and put it all virtually and see where that takes me yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, BJJ fanatics and stuff like that does like a really good like. I see lots of like, like good instructionals on that. And like you know, you talked like like Gordon Ryan, um, talked about on on Joe Rogan. He's talking <laughs> about a lot of his most of his stuff is all all his money comes from like seminars and instructionals that he sells. Like he doesn't make a lot of money off competition and stuff like that. You know, like so like there is like a. There is a venue to make a living on that, you know, especially nowadays. Every, a lot more people are doing virtual. Th We're doing a virtual thing right now, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great, uh, it's a great age to be to be here now, where you can just find something that you really want to get, like dive your teeth in and really learn more, and just by the way, my wife she she just quit from teaching. She was a fourth grade teacher um she got a master's and everything for it and now she wants to get into copywriting so okay. now she's like doing all the online programming and like you just said you know she's going through all these tutorials and video portals learning more about copywriting and um and it you know it, 
I'm sure she would have figured it out another way at a different age. But because we're in this age now, it's like it's a lot more accessible and easier, I guess. Yeah. To to move into that to that area and and martial arts is definitely one of them. Um, connecting with people is definitely one of them. And I know I have I have coaches too. Like my coaches, like that help me too. Like I think every coach needs a coach. Um, so I think like it's it's just a good space, a good good time and space for us just to connect and just help each other. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Honestly, I think it's a really lovely place to stop because it, it really sums up everything that I think you stand for, connecting yourself with other people and just helping as you go is how you, you know, how I found you. You connected with something simple like a book and we just started chatting and yeah. I mean, you got connected to B over Insta, so... Or Facebook, I don't know what you Yeah, it was Instagram. <laughs> <Holla>. <laughs> Too cool. So what's um okay, so what yeah, you're in Thailand for another week and a half though? You said a week and a half. Yes, I'm here in Phuket. Yeah, I'm here in Phuket. I'm uh training uh, a lot of good places. I'm actually gonna do some jujitsu here. Um I haven't done it in a while. So uh but a lot more Muay Thai here and then I'm in Bangkok for four or five days and then i fly to minneapolis um to to see my wife's family obviously (laughs) i said to go to mall of america obviously just kidding (laughs) i have not i have not been there yet everyone told you about it oh my gosh dude like my grandparents live in rochester minnesota so they're just like south of the Twin Cities, like where the Mayo Clinic is. And I had to go to the Mall of America so often. I'm like, just, it's, go once, check it off your list. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you have to come back to the cold, but, you know, <laughs> it's all right. It'll be all right. Enjoy the weather while you can. That's right. <laughs> Enjoy the mosquitoes. <laughs> Those mosquitoes. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, having me on. Thank you so much for your, for your energy. Absolutely. For your stories yeah. And for sharing family with me. Yeah, dude. Um, super cool getting to talk to you. Yeah. You. Cool story. Uh, where can people find you? Like Instagram, stuff uh, like that? Yeah. So uh, DC Dreamer 13 is my tag. Um, more time for the soul is the other tag. You can find Facebook, uh, Daniel Chacon, Daniel Chacon, LinkedIn. Um, my website is coachdanielchacon.com. And if you're ever in the Denver area, Colorado area, uh, reach out and hang out. Um, I would love to show you a beautiful city, beautiful town. And if you're looking for training, I can definitely send you different great directions. And if you're looking for, you know, whatever feeds your soul, like I can definitely uh, corral you to the right places it's definitely a uh, colorado's on our list we have started to dabble in hiking and i've heard some amazing things about your trails out there so yeah absolutely love <laughs> <laughs> awesome thank you so yeah, so much this cool has been awesome that. thank you peace